Hey guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. I'm Shanae Howard. This is Tommy Shelby. Hi. That's Ryan Robinson. What up? Uh, so guys, what have you been playing lately? Uh, so we talked about it last week, which is this week. Today. Uh, last week today. <laughs> yeah, that we've been playing, uh, I've been playing a lot of Darkstalkers 3 and Third Strike. I've also been playing a lot of Hydro Thunder Hurricane. Cool. Yeah, which like still holds up incredibly well. That's an airplane. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Probably they can not. hear it. Um, man, that yeah, game still holds up. Yeah, Hydro Thunder is badass, man. Like it's still super fucking fun, and it yeah. makes me miss. It makes me miss water-based racing games like Wave Race and all that. You know, is there no Wave Race on the Switch? No, there hasn't been a Wave Race since Blue Storm on the GameCube. Uh, but like, so I got into like Riptide GP2 and Riptide Renegade. Oh yeah, I remember those. Um, which are great games, also made by Vector Unit, who made Hydro Thunder Hurricane. But like. You know, they add, like, tricks and stuff. Like They're still super fun, but, like, I want, like, straightforward boat racing yeah. or jet ski racing. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's so fun. Like, waves change the racing game so much, yeah. you know? They make it bounce around. Yeah, but I'm I'm having a lot of fun with that. Did you play some Hydro Thunder? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Rage 2. Uh, yeah. I, I, I feel like I, I misrepresented my feelings a bit. Uh, last time when I brought this up, uh, it's not that I don't last like. <laughs> yeah, it's not that I don't like the game. Uh, it's just that it's not what I expected. It is not Rage Two. Yeah. So on a scale of like awful to awesome, what would you rate it? Like a meh. Is this a is this a numerical <laughs> system that I'm using? On a scale of Wolfenstein 3D to Rage, what <laughs> where do you put it? Uh, Duke Nukem 3D. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then last week you mentioned, or last episode you mentioned, tried out VR. Oh yeah, VR is great, man. Uh, those aren't my arms though. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as a matter of fact, most of the time there are no arms. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's the thing too is that like when okay, so when I because I I mentioned that I played Rush of Blood, and every VR game that I've seen where you hold guns, the hands are floating. Yeah. Which, like... It's not his legs, it's his arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we gotta stop doing inside jokes on the show so much. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so it was weird because they give you these spindly little clown arms. <laughs> like, uh, how spindly? Like, real spindly. Like, my level spindly, or... Actually, about, yeah. Like, on a level from Sinead to Octodad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd say it's actually closer to Sinead than Octodad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, VR is, VR is fucking cool. Like I'd never, like I'd never played it, you know, uh, uh, before, uh, before, you know, last night. <laughs> uh, and it was, it's, it's really cool. And I, I, I look forward to seeing like, like, yeah, naturally I want to play some, I want to play some shooters in there. Like I want to play Doom, but I want to see like some of the more interesting stuff. I want to see uh, uh, Astrobot and Astrobot. I think the interesting thing about Astrobot and a big problem with VR in general is that a lot of VR games are just experiences. Yeah, like very short, very brief. Yeah, Astrobot is like it's a full game. You know. Yeah. Also, Trackmania is um is a bad game both within VR and out. So. 
that's my take on that. I, I wish they, they would bring like more puzzle games or even give the option for fighting games or rhythm games. Yeah, in uh, Tetris. Because like a lot of pros that play Tetris Effect prefer VR, not because of the immersion, but because like there's lower latency in yeah. VR. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tetris, Tetris was cool, but it wasn't, it wasn't my standout experience. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more of that, uh, more uh, VR games. And, uh, and I have a lot of games to get through. Like I can't buy any more games right now. I, I just can't. Uh, because I have like I have so much shit Space that I have to Channel. get through. Space Channel's coming for VR. Okay, I can oh, buy one. I can, so I, can, I can buy one more game. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just one. Yeah, just, I just that's gonna be it. It's the first time we've had like Space Channel one in forever. Yeah, like they always put out two, which two is great, but like yeah. Um. Yeah. I I, so I got to get through Days Gone. I got to get through Sekiro. I got to get through Far Cry Five and New Dawn. Uh. There's just there's just so much stuff going on, so I'm gonna be busy for a while. What about you, Shanae? What have you been playing? So I I have some good news. Cool. You're about to hear me not talk about Kingdom Hearts for a while. Damn. Uh, Tom, play the play the uh, the applause sound. Oh, okay, clip. I think it's this one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not this one. <laughs> this is good too, though. Okay, yeah. go ahead, Shanae. What have you been playing? Uh, so after a conversation last week. God, this music. All right, so after a conversation last week about, like, you know, different perspectives on video games. Yeah. Like, some of the shots. <laughs> I can't not Louder? Laugh. <laughs> um, so some of the achievements in uh, Kingdom Hearts that was, like, kind of giving me trouble, and I was just getting frustrated, and I would just, like, there was, a co- like, some of the mini games that I was, like, uh, specifically. The poo games. Uh, I'm sorry. Maybe maybe Ryan should con- control this thing from now on. <laughs> maybe he can remember what button does what. <laughs> well, we now know what that button does. Yeah, you liked it too. Uh, yeah. So there was things that I was like just struggling with. So I had like four, th- four or five things that I was like, just like I would try each one until I get frustrated, go to the next one. And then if I got one down, awesome. But a lot of times I was just like going around in the circle and not getting something done. And being like, well, at least I got like a new perspective and trying to be positive about it. For sure. Uh, but now, uh, but uh, all of those except for two, I, I've i done. And because I finished those, I was able to do some of the other achievements that I was like missing. Mm-hmm. So I only have three left that I need besides like uh, to get the platinum. Okay. And two... Uh, and the two are like mini games, but I finally think I got them down. And I think I like, I get the like... Uh, I, I definitely get the mechanics down and I think I figured out like a strategy that's really going to work for me. So I'm expecting here real soon that I actually will like platinum it and then I can put it away for a while. Will that be your first platinum? My first official platinum. Okay. Yes. What's your uh, first unofficial platinum? Well, like I, I say like I've a hundred percent of a game when I've a hundred percent of all the things I give a shit about. I see. Uh, that's, that's the Shanae platinum. <laughs> okay. My own personal platinum. Yeah. If that's the case, I platinum everything I play. <laughs> Well, just at a certain point, I just don't give a shit anymore. So I'm just exactly. like, exactly, right, yeah. platinumed, done. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it's um, weird to him platinumed. It's it's weird to hear a Kingdom Hearts fan say, at some point, I just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, because there's so much of that shit. I mean, and I don't mean shit in like a in a derisive way. I just mean there's a lot of Kingdom Hearts out there. Yeah, yeah, and there's just a lot of like trophies that are just real, real grindy and annoying. 
Can I ask you a question? And and I don't and I want to preface this by saying, Shanae, this is not this a is not an invi- no, this is not a, an invitation to go off on a tangent. Okay. I want you to concisely tell me, uh, what is like what is the main like what is the what is fun about Kingdom Hearts? Uh, like what? Like where do you get? Like where? Where does the entertainment come from? It's for about you? friendship, Ryan. Oh right. So it's, it's the Fast I mean, and Furious of video games. I, I mean, I do like I do like the friendship. Uh, Mortal Kombat has friendship. Yeah. I like friendship. <laughs> I like the uh, the characters, which is Donald. Normally, normally, I don't like the characters. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of stuff, but I just like the story, so I keep watching it. Mm-hmm. It's true for most anime I like. But um, I like the characters, and I like, and I like Disney. I like Disney a lot. Like I like the movies. I grew up on them, and I like seeing them in a different world. I like seeing them kind of like reimagined in like different storylines, and I the combat's easy enough to where I can, if I'm even if I'm like mindless mode, I can play it and still like achieve something. But it does have nuances there where I can get better at stuff, and that's nice. Okay. Thank you. Uh, you brought up anime just now. Uh, this isn't a game, but I've been meaning to bring it up on the show for like a month now. I've been watching a lot of Hunter Hunter. I heard about like, that. I've heard good things. I've I've never cared for Shonen, but it's it's cool. Uh, I like it. You should watch it, Shanae. Report back with your findings. All right, we'll do. Yeah. I won't. Um, well, I mean, you're like a Pokemon. You like Pokemon, right? Like the show and all that. So yeah. Like you're a Shonen type of person. You'd probably dig it. I like but, stories about good boys. Yeah. Uh, is Hunter Hunter about good boys? Yeah, cool. Um, and then I've been playing a lot of mobile games uh, with some like coworkers and friends. Like, Me too. I mean, uh, not play with your friends. Like Evil Apples, which is like um, like it's made by the same people who make Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, you brought it up last time. Yeah, apples to apples. Yeah, that and a couple other ones uh, that Man, are. I have not played a mobile game in so long. Let uh, me tell you about a game called The Elder Scrolls Legends. It's a card game. Go on, Shade. Uh, yeah. So then, um, but besides that, I've also been real because the finale when we're airing this, the finale is coming out uh very soon for Game of Thrones. I, I thought that already happened. No. When this airs, it's already happened. Okay. I I, I mean I don't watch Game of Thrones. I thought uh, it already passed. technically tonight is the finale. Okay. Uh, like in real lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so because of that, um, I've been doing a. I've been really wanting to re- reread the books, but I probably won't do that for a while, just because I don't want to burn myself out too much on Game of Thrones and the story that's there. Shanae, are you the type of person where when you hear someone talk about a piece of media based on uh, a literary uh, work, you say, "Well, if you read the books." You no. do that a lot. Um, I will. Like people ask me my opinions on something. I'll. Like, I think it depends on what property it is. Yeah, like and the, the adaptation of yeah. that property. What well, also I think it matters is the context of the conversation. Like, yeah. So I'm be like, oh, well, did you like like this part of the show? And right. I'm like, because I've definitely been that way with some things. Well, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I was like, well, just to like preface it, like I was like, I'm a book reader, like as well so i like that they did this in the show because i think that they did it like better in some aspects of the book or i say like 
I wish they did this more similar to the books, but I like I like this part about it for the media that it is. Did you sign that petition to get them to change the show? No, because that's fucking dumb. Okay. Um, <laughs> it just is. It's. I just it, feel like it happens every time. Every time there's a thing that the nerds don't like, there's a petition for them to change it. Every time. Hooey to that, I say. We're going to see a lot of that with the Tifa reveal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I have uh, his, uh, the world of A Song of Ice and Fire, which is like, it's like a textbook of the history of the universe. And then so I- So like homework? Yes. No thanks. Um, and then there's, I also downloaded this- That's really cool, actually. Like, I'm not into Game of Thrones, but- Oftentimes, if it's if it's something I really love, like I will do big deep dives into reading about whatever it is. The Hyrule Historia. I read all of Hyrule Historia, and a lot of it's not accurate anymore. Thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a very very pretty book. That's a waste of thirty dollars. Yep. Uh, or however much that thing costs. Probably more than thirty. Mm. I think like. Probably like fifty bucks, I would assume. I was thinking it was like 45 at launch and then went down to 30 at some point. Most of those big dark horse hardcover books are about 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, so I also downloaded the World of Ice and Fire app. And uh, and I've been using it, like seeing what the difference is on both and see if there is like new information. Yeah. But I've been like super excited about this app. Was that the TMZ app? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So it's like, so you can um, like look at different houses, groups, religions, like things like that. It's like, it's like a text. It's like, it's similar to the textbook, but in a phone thing. Sure. But it does this really cool thing. That's an ebook. So it does this really fun thing where you can look at the journey of a character Mm. over the progression of the books. Mm. So, like, some characters start on one continent and go to another, or, like, you know, Oh, go you up mean, like, at, like geogra- geographical journey? Yeah, it's like a map. I thought Not you meant like, like a personal yeah, journey. Yeah, I thought you meant, like, the hero's journey, like that sort of thing. No, like an actual physical journey. Yeah. You know, it's, it's got to feel pretty cool to, like, write some books and then have all these people who are, like, obsessed with it and, like, really dig deep into the thing that you made. I bet yeah. that feels really neat. Well, yeah, like, and that's the thing, like, with a lot of, like... You know, these big writers of these giant fantasies, they are creating their own world, geography, languages. Yeah. I mean, George, I mean, George R. R. Martin just based it off like s- loosely, like real time events. So the, the continents are shaped like England and then Europe. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be beneficial for him to see like people's reaction to the show ending. Yeah, because well, I was like, now, I'll, I'll just write like, I just, I just not won't write do that. that. Ending. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't uh, write that. <laughs> well, He'll be remembered as a monster. It's not yet like officially like, oh, like said this is it. But it's also like the show. Part of the reason the show is disappointing to a lot of people mm-hmm. is because it is George R.R. R. Martin's ending with the writing they've been doing on the show. Mm. So some storylines that were important, they dropped because they didn't think it was important. Yeah. And then and then or reverse it. Like they've kind of, like they've created characters to kind of make it more appealing on the show, but it doesn't have anywhere to go to when it comes to the ending of the thing. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, they obviously had the books to go off of. And then George R. R. Martin gave him gave the writers D&D uh, like plot points of like major things that's going to happen, but not how they're going to happen. Sure. So is, is it acceptable just to call him George Martin? No. You have to throw in the railroad. (laughs) So, uh, no, it's been like super interesting uh, because I'm finding out like new, like 
I've had The World of Ice and Fire, like the book for a while. And every now and then I'll pull it off the shelf and just kind of like skim through it and like find something interesting and kind of read at it. Yeah. But now I've been like doing targeted reads where I'm like, I want to know all about like this house. Mm -hmm. And it has beautiful. Run's house. Yeah. yeah, And it has beautiful (laughs) illustrations. And That's not an inside joke. People know that. It's just funny. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining run I'm imagining run Run's house being a house in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the that's the house you want to be at. Yeah. Uh, I wonder Reverend what, Run. I, w- I wanna know what his like house motto would be. Um Bring the noise. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh but yeah, so I've just been uh really that, that's public enemy, sorry. I've been uh, really having fun. My Adidas. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, Shanae. Walk this way. I've been having fun. It's been great. Cool. Cool. That is cool, though. Like, it's hard to find something to be that into, like, where you can, like, invest time. And and I, I want that so badly with every fucking game that comes out. It just doesn't happen. It, like near automata and then like shadow of the colossus i feel like it, it, it happened with near automata did it not yeah like i it's like like I, i've said on the show before it's like a fucking history class and i love that you know and you just don't get that with well i just hardly anything i don't think that a lot of people make games that have like oh yeah uh, how could they right that have like rich lore and like a like a, a world full of like facts that you can learn i mean square took sony spot for e3 and it's about time for Taro to announce something, so I bet he's going to announce it this year. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Another near game. I hope so. Kana Lynch three <laughs> by by Yoko Taro. That would be so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. That's like uh, Aronofsky was slated to, to to direct the Dark Knight trilogy, and like that would have been so weird. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would have been yeah. super weird. Lots of hard cuts and eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this week I. Uh, want to talk about public domain? Cool, public enemy. Yeah, I want to talk about public enemy. They're the ones you say bring the noise. Uh, number one, with anthrax. Yeah. So, I, uh, I've said it off, uh, recording, but I've listened to some, uh, podcasts, and that talk about public domain books and movies, and obviously we're not there yet with like video games, but. Uh, I kind of do think like it's interesting to see like because obviously we've talked to it m- many times like you know the video game industry obviously changes a lot yeah so when when these things will become public domain or if they become public domain you know how will that really affect like the gaming community and I and like obviously I have no idea I can only speculate but I do wonder what are the games that are like gonna be first in public domain. Because I assumed it's going to be like a lot of like older titles like that are on like Atari or like and stuff like that or like Pong. So it's like it's very hard to gauge because when we talk about public domain in the literary space or even movies or music, uh, we're talking about stuff that's quite old, right? Yes. And we're talking about a time when a lot of movies were made with no production company, no studio per se, just a group of people that wanted to fucking make a movie or just a guy that wanted to write a book, you know? Um, and now we've, we've all of these industries have come so far uh, with 
you know, rights to different properties that I almost don't know that it's possible. Like, it certainly is possible, right? But, like, anything that's worth uh, owning is pretty consistently owned in the game space. And anything that's not worth owning, uh, like, there are games that have fallen through the cracks that just nobody owns, right? But, like... Nobody probably wants to make another one of those. Like, you know? Like, well, I'm, so. well, I feel like there's a reason why you can't well, think of any. Yeah, exactly. So, well, so some of the movies that are, like, popular that are in public domain, uh, like A Wonderful Life mm-hmm. is, and then also uh, A Star is Born, yeah. the, the original one. Uh, technically, uh, Warner Brothers owns the rights to um, some of the... Sto- uh, still has the copyrights for some of the, st- the storyline as well as... The music score, and then something else I forgot. But the actual movie itself is in public domain. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when if video games like ever do go to public domain, which I assume some will at some point, besides like the ones that just fall through the cracks, it's just because no, nobody pick up the rights for it. They're still gonna have some copyright rights, uh, copyrights when it comes to uh, like soundtrack or even like you know uh, engine the game is played on. So there's not, so I don't think there's going to be like everything in the game to be public domain. But, but what I mean is like, if you think about anything worth making, right, that's old, right? Nintendo is always going to hold on to Mario. The Tetris company is always going to hold on to Tetris. And even older shit, Konami's not going to let go of Frogger, you know, like it's, <laughs> they're just not. Um, and why would they? It would. It makes no sense. I, I just don't see it happening in a way that we'd really be able to notice. And I could be wrong. Like, I don't remember who owned Yar's Revenge originally, which was a 2600 game. Uh, but like in the sixth generation, they came out with Yar's Revenge, which had nothing to do with the old game. It was the same game, only in name, right? And I, I don't know how that happened or who actually owns that IP. Uh, I, I just don't I just don't see it happening. And like that was a good game, but it didn't, it didn't sell. So like why 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 put the mo- why would you put the money up, uh not not to make anything back not to say like obviously art's not all about money uh, but you know in general that's typically what these businesses are going for. Well, uh, so. most uh so like if we're not just talking about triple A like companies owning stuff right uh let's just even talk about indie games most copyright laws are like with that comes to uh the lifetime of the creator plus seventy years when it comes to a lot of the art stuff. Uh, so there are, like, you know, instances where, like, you know, maybe indie games, and, like, let's just say in 100 years, yeah. become public domain. Okay. Because no one buys it. So MDHR, they're dead. And I don't think Microsoft owns Cuphead, so somebody can make some new Cuphead. That's what you're getting at. Yeah, I mean, there's possibilities. Okay. I mean, I don't know shit about copyright law, but what I do know is one of the questions that you posed was like, how would that change the community? And I almost feel like no one would notice. Not no one, I should say, but like there are people who are paying attention to this stuff, but I feel like there's a larger percentage of people who aren't. Uh, and if like, I'll be honest, I didn't know who made Cuphead. Mm-hmm. So if, if Cuphead, if, if Cuphead <clears throat> became public domain tomorrow, like I feel like the, I feel like the only way that I would know that is if I was paying attention to news related to that. Yeah. But if someone else put like out, if someone else put out another Cuphead, uh, then I don't know that I would notice. Now there are other people who pay more attention to that stuff than I do who probably would notice. Right. Um, 
but I don't know that I, ca I can't foresee that it having a, an effect on the larger community at large. I think you would notice though, because because of adaptation, right? Sure. And when we talk about public domain, that's often what we're talking about is adaptation. Mm. Uh, like if we're talking about literary, I mean, uh, like Dorian Gray, uh, Man in the Iron Mask is also public domain, right? I mean, I don't know, but uh, I, like, a lot I mean, of a lot of books are, yes. I think it's like anything <clears> before nineteen. Since we're in two thousand nineteen, I think it's anything before. 1923 or like earlier mm -hmm. uh, it's, well, it's like the universal monsters right but like um so i think all of that's public domain and you'll see it like if you <clears throat> download uh i mean the only thing i could really think of like that's like would be kind of similar is if there is like a streaming service like similar to steam that only has public domain games like because like if you go to google books or whatever and you like search up public domain titles they're free and you can just download them mm. yeah um, and you know I mean, I think like you will start to see games more frequently pop up on things like archive.org, but I don't think that it has much to do with public domain or not, right? Like Liquid, Te Liquid Television last year, the year before, all that shit went to archive. <clears throat> and that's all still owned by MTV. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're, they're still making money off that shit. As long as those episodes of, of The Head are safe. Yeah, but uh, like I think what Ryan is talking about, what, what Ryan said is like he didn't think he would notice. And I, I argue that you probably would notice because like, Think about a franchise you know, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's let Street Fighter. Let's say Street Fighter, right? Everybody knows Street Fighter. Mm -hmm. You know what Capcom's going to do with it. Mm -hmm. And, like, part of me is, like, I don't want that to ever be public domain because I trust this company with that, right? right. But then, like, let's say Arc Systems Works makes a Street Fighter game, and suddenly you have a Street Fighter that looks like Dragon Ball. You would notice. Right, sure. You would know it was somebody different, you sure. know? So it is adaptation. Yeah, but, like, part. then, like, like Capcom, uh, Capcom has always owned Street Fighter, right? But, like, I can also tell the difference between Alpha and 4 or Alpha and 2. Yeah, but, like, that drastic of a difference, though, like, a change in, in the art style to that extent, I think that you would at least research, yeah, sure. you know, who created that. Sure. But I think that a lot of, like, when it... It's like Bram Stoker's Dracula to, like, Dracula 2000, you know? Like, you, you, you would notice a difference. You would... Well, one of those had Lincoln Park in it, Yeah, so. but, like, you would safely assume this was not made by the same people, right? Like, sure. Uh, uh, like, I think that if... I, as often as I see, like, uh, stories about so-and-so like so -and -so company, like, picking, like, buying up the rights to, like, this many properties, right? that like nobody has talked about for a while. Like um when THQ Nordic was like buying up all those like buying up all those uh properties like uh and like it's just they bought them and then I didn't hear anything about them after that, right? Uh but those are also things that like those are also IP that I am aware of and that I know and that like I'm sure other people know as well. And I think a lot of I think that the ones that are that have that would go to public domain are ones that no one could name off the top of their head. Exactly. That's exactly my point. And nobody would care to own those or to release something with those. I'm not nobody. I'm sure there's somebody out there. Like the only niche market I can think of is somebody who makes their like makes themselves known in the gaming space as somebody who takes public domain games and redoes them. I just like, think the, or the, like or yeah. there are thousands of games them. that are on Steam that will go to the public domain and no one will know. Yeah, exactly. On any storefront nowadays, yeah. right? But it is an interesting topic. What always interests me about things like this is like we live in a world now where rights change hands so frequently and rights are split so frequently. So what I think about is like in the movie space, you think about like the upcoming child's play, right? Mm -hmm. Where 
one company owns Child's Play, the IP, but one company owns the premise to Child's Play, which is why Chucky can no longer be a voodoo thing. It has to right. be an AI. Right. Right. So that's really weird. But like we've seen it in games, too, with uh, Microsoft now owning Rare, owning... Uh, no more Kremlings. They, yeah, they own the Kremlings, but Nintendo owns Donkey Kong. Like, yeah. what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's always interested me a lot, but I, I don't know. Like Public domain Kremlings. Part of me is like I would never want the franchises that I hold dear to become public domain because I trust the people that work on them to continue working on them. Mm -hmm. uh, but another part of me thinks like, well, in 100 years, it's going to be a different people working on them anyways. Right, so it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, so... You know, who knows? Um, if there's any games that you would want to be pu public domain, like, say, today, mm -hmm. is there any games that you can think of that you would like? Because... I mean, the question I, there is basically, like, or is there any games you'd like to see with a new twist on it? Yeah. yeah you know? Basically, yeah. And there's, like, hundreds for sure. So Street Fighter is one of them. If, if Axis had access to street fighter like they could do something really fucking cool sure you know uh i would love to see street fighter 6 look like guilty gear that'd be rad yeah but you know i don't know uh river city ransom pops up to mind like i just want to see everyone make a, their own version of it from software to river city ransom but who uh, who owns like i know At like atlas owns river city right or see no? that's not now i'm not even sure because i know so Somebody owns Taito, who I'm pretty sure owns River City. Okay, but NIS has put out a lot of River City games. See, I don't know. Like, I don't, so, it's, it's Yeah, weird. so it's, it is weird. Um, but, I mean, exactly that, though, right? Because, like, they've... Because you could own specific iterations. Right, and they've developed franchise. internal for, yeah. for the most part on those. So, like, we've already seen what could happen with River City. Not to say that... There's so, no other River City ideas. So who's putting out... Uh, but we've seen many River City ideas. So who's yeah. putting out that River City... Was it River City Girls? I don't think that's what it's called, but something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who's no, who's putting that out? Is I, it the same people who did Underground? I think that's Nipponichi, but I'm not positive. Okay. Not I don't positive. know. But, yeah, I, I guess I, I, I'm wondering... Yeah, because I, I think, you know, I can't... I think... Uh, I think that the question that Tom poses is a little bit more um, astute, as in, because I can't imagine myself actively wanting something to go f a public domain, because I, I, I don't know how that. Oh, I know some that I would actually love for that to happen too. What's that? Uh, all the Valve games. Oh sure, because they're not doing anything with them anyways. Oh yeah. Um, I would love to get a t uh, Portal Three. So my my know, question has always Fortress Three. My question has always been like, if you're not. And, and this is probably a question that could be answered by someone who, who's a lot smarter than I am. But my question has always been, like, if you're not going to do anything with that property, then why are you so opposed to selling it? Uh, because there's, I mean, I, I can't speak to everyone's case, but in the case of Valve, it's that they're making more off of merchandise for these games than mm. they ever made off the games themselves. Mm. Uh, there's also the perceived value of the game. And so if everybody is making uh, like their own versions of it, then maybe your game will not be uh, like, even if you're not doing anything with it, it's the, it's the fact that you have the prestige of the name of the game. So if you make other stuff mm -hmm. as well, they will be perceived better because you made this game. Well, and we've also talked about fiduciary duty on the show in the past, right? Like yep. uh, Valve has shareholders <laughs> and like in, you know, they have to do what they think is going to make those shareholders the most money. And, holding on to those properties over time will 
you know. Mm. I guess I just wonder, like, I can't imagine, like, what kind of money Left 4 Dead is making at this point. I mean, that probably not as much, right? You can still go on to ThinkGeek and find, like, the first aid pack as a backpack and things like that. Or, like, Half-Life. Right. But, I mean, things like like Portal merch still sells like crazy, you know? Like, shit like that, but... Before... Before they came out with Breath of the Wild, I would probably say Legend of Zelda series just to see what other people would do with it. But like after Breath of the Wild, no, I, yeah. I'm ha- I'm happy. <laughs> I am happy with. Agreed. Um, Dead Space. Dead Space would be cool to see in uh, as like different um, gameplay mechanics and art style. Yeah, I think they'll reboot it at some point. Um, you know, I Zelda would be cool, like. My problem is, is I think about these games, right? And public domain means anybody can make the game, yeah. right? Because I, I was talking about, about like, selling it to someone specific. Right. I'm thinking about, like, man, it would be cool to see Gen Design make a Zelda game. Yeah, That'd like, be awesome. I'm talking about selling Half-Life to someone else. Right. I would love to see a Gen Design Zelda game. I would hate to see an Activision Zelda game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's really weird, but yeah, I'm it is an interesting conversation, though. Because I'm thinking about... Uh, who would I be okay, like, what game series would I be okay seeing the mistakes but also seeing the successes with? Like, mm-hmm. um, like, like say, like, like say River City Ransom, I, I'm okay with people doing shitty versions of it because I still have, like, the original. Well, and you've seen many shitty versions of it. Exactly. There, that, and that's, that's, that's another is, thing. That the, has also happened. So River City Ransom is one of those things where, like, there are so many iterations uh, within that fr- of like within that that are under that umbrella mm-hmm. that like it's kind of like what what Shanae was saying about like if everybody's making the game then it becomes kind of less special because there are so many like there are so many River City Ransom or River City things out there yeah. that like it's it's not always easy to to have my ears perk up when I hear that name again well it's hard right because if you think about like like take a bigger franchise like Mario, right? There's way more Mario games yeah. than uh Kunio Kun games, right? Yeah. But like uh the majority of them are good. Mm-hmm. The majority of River City games are bad. Yeah. You know, like most of them are bad. Yeah. Um Darksiders? Cuz I thought the story and all that was like really fun and there was like things about that game that I felt like really cool while I was doing it. Mm-hmm. But overall, um, a lot of the gameplay itself, I, the mechanics were pretty mediocre. And I yeah. think that after Darksiders three, some people would be inclined to agree with you. I also forgot that they came up with the third one. I for, I was thinking there was only two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that I guess that speaks to that game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I I'd be pretty like interested to see how people could like remake those those games. Well, I just think that there there are a lot of for me personally, there are a lot of um, IP that that bigger companies are just holding on to with no plans to do anything else with. And like, it just, it sucks when those games aren't, when those, uh, those properties aren't in the hands of someone who wants to do something with them. Yeah. Because I think that there are a lot of people who have an idea f- who have who, like plenty of people I'm sure who have like, I f- who have good ideas for another dead space or who have, I- or who have, or who have had ideas, you know, for, you know, another, uh, like another, like an, I don't know, like some, I'm sure that somebody has a pretty good idea for a good desert strike game. Well, and what's funny is in the gaming space, probably more so than in movies, not, I'm not going to say more so in books because like 
or like you know there's like fan fiction for fucking everything but like in uh yeah. in the game space we've seen it happen quite a bit and we've seen it be successful uh like sonic mania and we've seen it get shut down real quick like am2r right you know so i don't know but like fuck am2r is a better metroid game than nintendo has made in a long time mm-hmm. you know I guess, and I, and again, I, I guess I don't, I've never been able to understand, like, you're not doing anything with the, you're not doing anything with this, yeah. and you've announced no plans anywhere in the near future to do anything with this. Like. Well, the, the, what they're doing like is, everything is, Konami is, has. is yeah. reserving value. Yep. That's what they're doing. They're well, doing, then, they're, well, not, they're the not actively is, doing something like, like, pro, oh, no, sorry, they're not proactively doing anything, but they are actively doing something. No, you're totally right. Like. Just having those IP is of value, right? Whether they later decide to sell that IP or use it, it's something that's banked, mm-hmm. which is important. I wonder how much the Metal Gear Solid Ooh. property is worth. The Earthworm Gym games. So I had heard... Uh, Think so about all from, like the indie like arcade cabinets. Yeah, so there's a new Earthworm Gym coming out. Yeah, so from what I understand, like Interplay still exists. Um, you know, but... Like it, that, that was a question that I had for a while too. Is like, what's going to happen with with those games that you know those games that they had put out because they've been they've been dormant for shit like almost two decades now. So, but you know what's funny though is like about holding on to games like that, right? Like uh, NT, which coincidentally happens to be the same company that owns Turrican. Like people loved the first two Turricans. I mean, I guess I love the first two Turricans. Turrican didn't sell especially well, but uh, like I don't even know what Turrican it's is. It's old side-scrolling Genesis stuff. Uh, but like NT coincidentally is now in the repro console game, right? So like they're they're put they put out like the Super NT, right? Uh, and they put out the uh, the upcoming or maybe already released Genesis NT, right? So what you get from that is like you're getting a director's cut of Turrican 2 and then a brand new Turrican game and that's the only way you can play that game which is super fucking cool cuz like they just sat on that for over 20 years, you know. Didn't change hands, they just mm-hmm. held on to it. And that's the value of holding on to that shit, you know. Yeah. Uh so as little value as Turrican is. Well, so one of the things that 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 I that that comes up uh, not like, not that regularly, but uh, regularly enough for it to be present in my mind is, you know how like when EA posts something on Instagram, then the comments are just skate for over and over again. Yeah. Um, And I think about like, what if I think about like on one hand, at one point I was just like, why don't they just make skate for? They will. And everybody shut up. Right. Yeah. But then like, I wonder like, I'm trying to find a way to articulate this and I'm failing, but um, like, let's say they make skate four and I have, I wonder if like, if people actually, do they want skate four or like escape for what people like actually like, is that, would yes. that game turn out to be something that people wanted? Yes. Or is it just skate four? Cause then like, then on, on a long enough timeline, does it, do, does it then become skate five on the comments over and over again? Well, so EA is a company that very much does things based off of financial gain and mm-hmm. fiduciary duty, right? A combination of the two. When last year, when the trailer for Session was shown and people thought it was Skate 4, right? 
people got super psyched for it, and then that's not what it was. Like on the surface, are those two games that they are they pretty similar? They're extremely similar. So there was a bunch of people boohooing about it, right? But then you saw Skater XL and Session both doing incredibly well in early access. Session is a twenty dollar early access game that mm-hmm. is one level, right? Yeah. With no game to it. Right. Like there's there's mechanics, but there's no game part to that. Right. And I spent 40 hours in it. And I'm not an anomaly. Thousands of people have done the same thing. When EA sees the success of something like that, yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll do Skate 4. You know? When does Skate 3 come out? Do you remember? I don't know. A long time ago. Uh, it, ha- I, it had Dead Space stuff in it so like at the very latest around dead space 3 so i feel like dead space 3 was 2012 2013 i don't know but that's that's another one too that like i and i don't know because i don't and i don't i don't really pay that much attention to like what other people are asking for i just know what i want yeah uh and i know that i want another dead space game yeah um which is so funny since you jump so much. Oh yeah. Well, like, I don't know. Dead, Dead Space. I think like a lot of people, a lot of people have a negative uh, perception of, of Dead Space Three. I thought Dead Space Three was pretty good, but. Um, well, I'm just saying, like, like the, I jump a lot too. I'm not saying like it's just. No, you. what I, what I'm, I'm saying is that like, it's a game. Dead Space seems to is from what I can tell is a franchise that people are. People are generally they they look at favorably, um, for the you know generally speaking. It's the Andromeda situation, like it's and the like, same situation. Would they Three make another did one? Not do well. They're not gonna because they they so they're gonna sit it? on it. Visceral, visceral. Um. So is that like is that is like that space just that's just done? Well, I could be wrong, but Visceral's gone, aren't they? Yeah, they are. So, so Visceral does not own Dead Space. EA owns Dead Space, right? So, no, it's not gone. And I think they will do another one in time. I think most of these franchises, they'll probably do another one in time. Right. Um, it's just not time yet, man. It's like it's the same thing, with, like I said, with, with Andromeda. We're not going to see another Mass Effect anytime soon. Yeah. And that's the reason why. Yeah. Dead Space 3 was the reason why. Sure. You know. Uh, and now, okay, so you said that uh, um, let's public domain is the life of the creator plus 70 years, right? For most uh, arts, like most art stuff, when it comes to copyright things, uh, when it's not like um, like a giant like actual company, yeah. and it's just a creator. Right, because that can't legally be the case. If I'm EA and I own Dead Space, it yeah. doesn't matter when all the visceral staff is dead, yeah. you know? Yeah, I'm saying like... <laughs> uh, so, because like, I remember that like there was gen- a... As a general like kind of guideline, that's normally how long it lasts. Because the last time I heard about a, I heard a public domain conversation was... was uh, around Mickey Mouse, right? Yeah, I'm thinking you mean more like like Jonathan Blow. If he dies and then 70 years pass, people can do what they want with Braid. Yeah, you know, is that yeah? Is that like, how it works? Because uh, I don't know. I don't know shit about neither do I. about any of this. So, um, but yeah, I feel I'm like assu- he- I'm assuming unless he has some sort of other copyright like contract or mm. whatever, or patent contract, I guess. But like, couldn't he then like leave the rights of that to somebody? Yes, you know. He can. I just feel because it just seems like because video games, even the earliest video games, like video games are so young, like even with the earliest video games, we're like so far away from that. 
that conversation. Uh, if you look see, at- and that's why I don't think it'll happen is because all of these will continue to be owned by someone, I, I feel. Yeah. And, the, and that's been the case like 99.5% of the time with games. So most of the films that are like n- like 99% of the films that are in public domain, um, either completely or at least partially, the newest one is like 1950. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, video games have been a long time, but like it has, still hasn't been as long as like film as far as like in a mass scale. Right. Uh, so, I don't know. I just like... I don't know exactly how it will work with video games. I was like trying to figure that out. Because now that's something that I got. I feel like I need to read about. Because yeah, I, I was really like, wanna... I was reading and like watching videos and like trying to see if anybody could like kind of give me an answer about like what would it take for a video game to go into public domain. Well, I just, I guess, I, I guess, I don't. I guess, like, I mean, again, I don't. I'm not versed in this stuff, but I guess I can't see why video games would be subject to different rules in that regard than something like a cartoon character. I doubt they are. I mean, ESA could have something to do with it, but like, if you look at like, well, like yeah. think about the first game, right? Think about tennis for two. Mm-hmm. Nobody owns tennis for two. Nobody owns the rights to it. There's nobody to monetize off of it. So I guess somebody could make another tennis for two game, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to do that. No one's ever going to want to do that. You know, that name is not recognizable. I mean, it's recognizable to a very, very niche audience, but like, it's just, it's not gonna, like it's. That's what I mean. It's like that's never gonna happen, you know. Like I don't even know like, who Tennis for Two will, if it's not already, will probably become public domain, but we will never see the effects of that. Like I don't even the last the last because I was thinking about Turok, uh, maybe like three months ago, mm-hmm. and like the last company that I can remember. Uh, holding any kind of distribution rights to Turok was Disney Interactive right. from their 2008 game. Right, and I th- now I don't now I have no idea who who holds the rights to Turok. I mean, Night Dive's the last studio to work on Turok. Yeah, but as far as who owns it, I don't now, know. Now, now, now that's another thing too. So because they did they did one and two, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the deal with that? Like, like is that pu- like so Night Dive published? Those versions of that game, right? They developed. I don't know who published. Okay, so now that I, know, I need to know who published those games. Um, yeah, not Disney. I know that. Yeah, because when I, so when I was trying to find out like if video games would ever be public domain, I start like the closest industry to it that has public domain would be movies, because mm-hmm. uh, obviously with books it's a whole lot different. Uh, same thing with music; it's a lot different, uh, and. Even like movies that are like considered public domain, like like I was saying, like A Star Is Born, there's still things that they have copyrights for. So only so even though A Star Is Born uh, is in public domain, only Warner Brothers, um, due to some of the copyrights they have, uh, only they can produce like A Star Is Born movies. Is that that Lady Gaga movie? Well, that's the newer version of it. Yeah, yeah there's but been there's three, been a few. There's been three yeah. of them. Oh. Uh. So, like, what, like, so I was trying to figure out, like, well, what would it take for a game to be considered public domain? Like, what rights would have to be relinquished to where it could be on a list and say, like, oh, this game's public domain, except for, like, the soundtrack or except for, like, this part of it? Yeah, and I don't know how that came to be with other, you know, other mediums, like, with books or movies. Like, I kind of assume 
that those laws, like many other copyright laws, are put into effect when it becomes a problem. When somebody yeah. releases this game and another somebody comes out of the fucking shadows and says, no, 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 we own that. You can't do that. Yeah. That's when laws it, are put in place. It becomes cloudy because like you have, you have this, the studio putting out this game. Uh, and then you have then you have someone else buying that studio, yeah. And then, so then when okay, so okay, wait, wait. Based off contract, if whether that company that buys it owns the IP. So Microsoft does not own any. Does that Microsoft does not own anything that Ninja Theory put out before the acquisition, right? Correct. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know, right? Because like that's all that's all in whatever contracts they had. Yeah. Microsoft m- might have said, "Okay, we're going to buy you guys and we uh, you, you know, we're going to get we're going to profit on anything you make from here on forward." Yeah. Anything that Microsoft publishes, we're going to profit on. Yeah. Or they might have said, "Hey, we're buying you including all of your old works and we are now getting the money from those sales." Because I've, then, I've no clue. Because then like there, there came to uh I think that part of that conversation with the Ninja Theory acquisition was they were working on something prior to that acquisition, and that was with Obsidian. Obs- that's what. That's right. Yeah. So now, uh, with Obs- so like what is it, Outer Wilds? I think. Yeah. So game? that game, like when they put that game out, Microsoft does Microsoft own that game? No. Okay. That game will be on all platforms, and Obsidian will profit from that. But they own Minecraft too, and that's on everything. Yeah, uh, and they do monetize on everything now. You yeah. Know? From Minecraft, or right? like, uh, that's just making my head hurt. Yeah, God, the fucking Minecraft Earth. I'm, I, it's gonna be terrible. What's Minecraft Earth? Uh, it's Microsoft's idea for a Pokemon Go competitor. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. And I have a bunch of ten year olds poking holes in my apartment. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. It's not something that, like, I, I try to get, like, at least a baseline of knowledge before I brought it up to you guys. It just, it's so much more complicated than can be covered in this conversation. I don't think it's, like, I don't know how you could get knowledge on it on it in, as far as game-specific, right? Because, like... Because it doesn't exist we yet. We haven't had that instance yet, right? And I don't think, like, there will be rules in place until we start having problems with it, yeah. you know? Yeah, I just... And it seems like, it seems to be, like, they've been regulating it on their own for a while, so... But... They probably haven't had to worry about it yet. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know? Yeah. And then, and part of it, like, also public domain that like, kind of started to bring up in my mind is just because of all the new copyright laws that went down in uh, in the UK mm-hmm. as far as when it comes to uh, cr- creators' content online. Yeah. Like, what counts as being as, like, you know, <clears throat> like, specific, and then specifically on YouTube, what counts as a copyright strike? Like, the, f- the fact that, like, you know, memes are banned in England. Like and all that. They can't do memes over there. Uh, it's the joke because they some of them can be considered uh, copyright because you're, uh, you know, putting out there something that you didn't create. You can copyright a meme. It's whatever the, the image from the meme. Oh, I see. And it's weird, right? Because like in the U.S., parody is completely legal, right? Right. Yeah. But like, is that parody if you're using the exact image? Right. You know? Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say, say copyright. I should say fair use. Sure. Fair mm. use is a better term of what they're kind of So, doing. like, in England, I can't make, like, an Avengers meme because I'm, I'm, like, using If you drew the Avengers artwork yourself, you could. 
But if so you if, I, if, I, if, I, movie, if I draw a picture of Thor right. and put words over it, then that's that's mine. I believe but so. But if I take a picture of Chris Hemsworth and put words over that, I'm that's not I'm not positive. Mine. I'm just assuming. So well, if, if I take if a you, picture of Chris Hemsworth. If you take the picture, that's different. No, but if I screenshot a picture of Chris Hemsworth while I was sitting in the movie theater right. watching Avengers, that's I, not okay. I don't Wait, think but so. I took the picture of Chris. I took the picture of the movie screen. I don't think so. I don't think you can do that. Okay. Yeah, as far as my understanding, no, but I'm not like. <laughs> but ownership is in entertainment is such a weird thing, right? Because like if you think about like a television show like USA Today, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's an open window in an urban setting right. and buildings in the background. Do you own those people? No, but like TRL, yep. right? They have to Times releases, Square, don't they? Times Square, and you're seeing fucking McDonald's logos in the background and Disney logos in the background, and people own those specific buildings and people created those specific buildings. And like those it, logos. It gets fucking hairy, yeah. you know? I don't know how it works. I've seen, dude, I've seen Twitch streamers that cover up their Red Bull can so you can't see the Red Bull logo, yeah. but I've seen plenty of people that don't give a shit. Like, I, I don't know how far it goes, you know? I think it's as far as the company's willing to take it. Yeah. <laughs> This shit is complicated. It is. Uh, and then and then you factor into also, like, do you actually own any of the, like, any of the digital media you have? Well, like, like for example, like. like, like um, we talked about, like, licensing. Your, li- your, the, your rent, like, renting the license. It mm-hmm. varies from company to company. The majority of the time, no, you do not technically own that. Like, when you, like, uh, GTA 4, when those music licenses expired, and I think they had to, like, take it down and then re-upload it or something mm-hmm. with, like, with. Back with the with the music that they did have the rights to, right? And that happens a lot on like online streaming services, like like Hulu, Netflix, uh, Philo, things like that. What's Philo? It's like Fila only for your hands. Cool. Um, Philos. <laughs> <laughs> Say like not necessarily Voodoo because Voodoo is more like a rental thing. Uh, but um, when you say Voodoo, I think of that Godsmack song. <laughs> yeah. But with those, uh, so not only do they have to get the content stream uh, streaming rights to those shows to show them on their platform, mm-hmm. um, they also have to get the content rights for the background music. I distinctly so, remember uh, an advertisement in Rainbow Six Vegas for Smoke and Aces, and I and I I have to imagine that's that advertisement's not still there. Yeah. So, like the the only example I can think of of that, Shane, you are completely right is like Married with Children. Uh, when Netflix first started airing that, they could no longer use the Sinatra song Love and Marriage. Mm-hmm. So they put in some Muzak that sounded similar, you know? Yeah. Um, so uh, on, so like uh, sometimes with like Netflix, you'll see like a series go down for a day or two and then come back up. Normally that has to do with music rights. Same thing with Hulu. Like since they do more episodes and not season-based they will, uh, so their contracts aren't based on a season. Uh, they'll do episodes and then like some, uh, some like uh, old shows like 90210, like the original, like 90210. They don't have the content rights for a lot of that music. Uh, for a long time with Netflix and Scrubs, or with Scrubs, with Netflix and Hulu. I don't uh, want to talk about Scrubs. Yeah, that show sucks. Shut up. <laughs> but uh, some people would be like, oh, you should watch this episode on this platform or this episode on this because of the background music and them having yeah. to change it. They're lying to you. You shouldn't watch it on either. <laughs> I, I get it. You don't like Scrubs, but it is an example. Yeah. So, I mean, it's even 
like it's definitely tricky even with like the street like people not even just be it just streaming it in general and yeah. like getting the rights for that just because you get the content rights for the actual show doesn't mean you get everything and but and you know it's different because there's not like you have to think about that with most movies right or shows for that matter unless it's like disney where it's all original, right? But like, so what about the Tony Hawk games? The majority. What I was getting at is like with video games. The majority of video games, you don't have to worry about that. With there are some, right? Sports games and music games and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. GTA, but most games, that's not a problem. So like um, that, you can like so you can. Let's say I want to. I'm Activision and I want to re-release Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. Yeah. Uh, yeah like all did. the. Like and all that music, I can just keep it. I just, I just leave it as, as is. As long as they still have the, as long, as long as they still have the uh, music content rights yeah. for the soundtrack. I'm not playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two without Spokesman. Okay, sure. But like, it, it could be one of, uh, tonight's the night. Stars Revolt. Sure. Yeah. And they may have, and then I don't know if, but I'm assuming, and I could be totally wrong, that each song individually, they probably have to get the content rights for each. Each one, since they're probably distributed by different companies. I bet the rights for When Worlds Collide is really cheap. Well, I'm sure it depends on how they acquire that, right? Like, if they yeah. if they go about using one record company's artist, then it's probably much, much easier. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it varies game to game. Because, mm. like, a big part of those games is the music in them. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, it's like what we always talk about, offspring out of Crazy Taxi. Sure, yeah. Which changes the game not at all. Right. But, like, you still want or it. Or does it? I mean, for old people like us, yeah. Yeah. I need yeah. that yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I guess I just wanted to bring it up just because, like, I don't really necessarily have, like, a point to this conversation. Oh. I just found it interesting. Crazy Taxi, like, no Fila store, no Pizza Hut, right. no KFC. Right. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. The like the shapes of the buildings are the same. Just the logos are removed. Like that's very obviously a Pizza Hut that uh, right there. But like there's no Pizza Hut logo. I love there. when you see like a like an Asian restaurant or like a mom and pop place. You're like that used to be a Pizza Hut. But the interesting thing about like <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. Dad, I, I get it. Pizza Hut is <laughs> Crazy Taxi is like that's an advertisement deal. That's the same thing as. Butterfunk, butter, butter, Butterfinger Butterfunk. BBs. <laughs> Butterfunk. It's the same thing as Butterfinger BBs and Mountain Dew in Jet Moto, yeah. right? Those companies paid for that shit to but be man, there. Man, Jet Moto is a Mountain Dew-ass game, though. Which is the only reason those are there. Like, if you're going to put Mountain Dew in a video game, it's going to be Jet Moto. What I'm saying is, like, the creators of Crazy Taxi did not think, man, you know what would be cool? A Pizza Hut here. Yeah. You know? Like, that's not how that went down. True to life. Uh, but. So Fila came to them and said, hey. I mean, they may have been looking for sponsorships, and Fila thought that it would behoove them to do so. Yeah. Uh, but, or it could have been like, yeah, it could have been like, hey, can we have our shit in your game? Tower it's records. no different. I mean, it is different because of the context, but it's no different than Tony Hawk's Pro Skater having girl in there, but not black label, right? Like, right. It's, it's somebody paid for that shit. I, I, I mean, like, I mean, if you're a skateboard company. Putting uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is some smart advertisement. Exactly. So, so I guess I and even and even with some of these music games like Guitar Hero, it would not surprise me if if by Guitar Hero two or three, record companies were paying to have their music in those games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Would not surprise me at all. Yeah. 
But then it got it got crazy because then like you remember when uh, I don't remember if it was Rock Band or Guitar Hero, but like they wanted to do one of them did ner- wanted to do Nirvana, mm-hmm. and then Courtney Love sued because they were using uh, Kurt Cobain's likeness, mm-hmm. and then the you ha- so you get down to that too. Yeah, it's interesting. She, she's definitely very protective of that. Um, I don't know. Uh, funny. Um, funny story. Uh, so we've mentioned before we were in San Antonio. Uh, one of my friends, she works for the San, uh, she worked for the San Antonio Current, and uh, I feel like everybody worked for the Current. Anyways, not the point. <laughs> the point is, she did an article about Courtney Love, Uh-oh. and it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't uh like a bad article. It was, um, she actually really like really really enjoyed Courtney Love's work and like respected her, and she was in the People versus Larry Flint. But yeah, so she, um, <laughs> so. so she wrote this article, and then like, and then Courtney Love came to town, and she like, uh, like she wrote it right before, went to the show, and she introduced herself, and uh, Courtney, and in front of like a bunch of people, like Courtney Love like recognized her name, and she's like, oh, you wrote the article, and she's like, and then told her to go fuck herself. Yeah, this That's is another, this is another Jeff Keeley story, Shanae. No, kind of, it kind of is, <laughs> it sort of is, but Courtney Love is all. Uh, we're getting off here, but like she's always been very protective of that. Like even when Gus Van Zant did Last Days, yeah, like that's her friend. They're yeah. friends, yeah. and she wouldn't let him do it. You yeah. know. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, copyright. Did that, did that Nirvana? I'm sorry. Did that Nirvana uh, game ever come out? Not the Nirvana game, but like with that guitar. No, I don't hero. believe so. Okay. Yeah. So copyright laws are. Confusing. I imagine it'd be really boring if it did. <laughs> Can you let me fucking finish? <laughs> there you go. Jesus Christ, it's been a long time since I said that. Can we just turn you down? Yeah, Shanae. Like you know, this. the host is supposed to you know, retain her composure the entire time. Yeah, uh, says true. who? Says the former host of this show who never lost his cool. That's not true. Uh, Things always went smoothly when I hosted. Yeah. Uh, my gasket has been blown. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, copyright <laughs> laws are confusing. We're going to play a game now. Okay. Jerks. So this is what year did that come out? Oh hey. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so uh, it's gonna be like a sort of multiple choice one, or you can just say the year. What? Uh, I'm gonna say the name of the game, and then I'm gonna give you years. And what year did it come out? Okay. So. Uh, Resident Evil, the very first one. 1995? I'm sorry, 96. 94. Uh, 96. So, okay. I don't need to say years. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. She's getting multiple choice. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. If you know it, then you can just say well, it. We, we obviously don't. I said 96. Yeah, he's right. Okay. Uh, Halo Combat Evolve. 2000. 2000. 2000. Oh, 2000. Yep. Oh, man. I was going to say 2002. Uh... Wind Waker in North America, specifically. Shit. Uh, 2003. Yep. Fuck it. I don't even give years no, give years no more. Uh, no more. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that, but I heard it after I said it. I don't want to uh, play this game no more. <laughs> don't watch them tapes. I don't want your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Ryan 2, tell me one. Yeah, that's James Vanderbeek and Varsity Blues. Double Dragon. Shit. Oh, shit. 87. 87. 
You've always been better with the years, man. Yeah. Uh, Kirby Dreamland. Ninety-one. Dreamland. Yes. Dreamland was a later release, so I'm gonna say ninety-two. Ninety-two. Nice. So, Ryan three, Tommy two. Tommy two. Is that it? No, one more. Okay. Grand Theft Auto, the first one. Shit. Uh, ninety-eight. Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Wow, nice. Three versus three. Do you, do you have a tiebreaker in there? Uh, no. All right. I so this is a tie for today. Okay. Sure. Tie taste. Yeah, you ever been there? It's great. I'm going to Hoo Hot later. You know what that is? No. I'm over Hoo Hot. Huh? I'm kind of over it. Never been. Uh, my girlfriend uh, for her birthday she got a free Hoo Hot, so now we're going yeah. to Hoo Hot to eat some free Hoo Hot. Nice. So. When was her birthday? Uh, May seventh. Mongols. Oh. Tell her happy belated birthday from me. You can tell her yourself. You have her on the gram. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. So uh, that's all we have today. If you want to like correct us on copyright, don't bother. Uh, unless like, you're uh, and don't do not if you bother. Correct us on copyright. Show uh, me your law degree. Yeah, I was about to say unless you yeah. are an actual lawyer, don't no, <laughs> don't. Or do if not. or if you understand it better and can explain like what would make a video game into public domain. Show us your degree. Then, like, let us know. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, show us your birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk to us about public domain, show us your birth certificate. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you can hit us up on social media. We have a Discord. Um, but yeah, that's been our show. Mm, bye, guys. Bye. bye.